Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those who don't identify as either, you are listening to Ratchet and Respectable with Demetria L. Lucas. Woo! Y'all, y'all do know me. Y'all know me so well. I was traveling last week. I didn't get back until yesterday. I'm still a little like jet lagged. I hate going back and forth from east to west. That three hours, it's not a big difference, but it's big enough to throw off your, I don't know, sleep, sense of timing. There's a proper word for it, but I don't remember what it is at the moment. So my phone was in um, airplane mode because I'd been on the plane and I only turned it back on when I had like call my Uber black when I was at LAX, which travel tip. If you're flying into LAX, do not try to take a regular Uber because you got to take like the Uber shuttle to get to the Uber lot in order to get your Uber. It's an extra 45 minutes on your trip. If you can afford to take Uber black, it's pricey, but it comes right to curbside and picks you up. Telling you that is my good deed of the day. So I turn on my phone to order my Uber black. And my phone goes nuts. All these DMs, all these texts, folks are letting me know that I have created a wonderful brand identity. Nick Cannon, as seen yesterday, I don't think it actually happened yesterday. I think it happened last week. I was trying to read up on it like the best you can about a subject like this. And Mr. Cannon had worn a suit, a fitted suit. And Mr. Cannon, and this is, and this is for his, his talk show. I haven't watched Nick Cannon's talk show. I remember we talked about it here when it was coming out. And we talked about how Nick Cannon can do and will keep a job. And we were like, isn't this his second network gig? He's on um, NBC, Mass Singer. Isn't he hosting that? And now he's got this other thing. Now he's got his talk show over at Fox. He was supposed to have it before. He had a bit of a scandal with the MTV anti-Semitic situation. Cleared that up. Came back around. And now he's got his show on Fox. I hadn't been watching it. I heard the ratings might not be so good. You know, I don't have like regular TV. I got to like bootleg everything. I hadn't heard much about it. And I hadn't made a choice to try to tune in and find out more about it. But many of y'all sent me this picture of Mr. Cannon in this suit that did show Mr. Cannon's Cannon. And so for the rest of the day, many texts and DMs kept coming in with various photos attached. Because this is a visual situation. And people were like, D, let's play the game. Let's play the game. You know the game. Hashtag, you know the rules. If you don't know the rules, I can't explain them to you. You just have to play and participate. My mother doesn't understand the rules. This will give you some sort of context. Whenever we play the game, I post a picture of a, a very attractive gentleman who may have a cannon. About like. I don't, I don't know if there's anything quite like Mr. Cannon's cannon. But... A man who may have a cannon of a similar nature to Mr. Cannon. And we don't objectify men on my page, but we are people who enjoy exercise, nature, lighting, composition of a photo, home decor. We are more enlightened people. So people wanted to play the game. And I was like, I'm not doing this with y'all today. So people keep texting, DMing, sending this picture. And I mean, like a lot of people. I didn't bother until like the end of the day to actually go through the rest of the DMs and the texts. Like, you know how you can see like the first line and you get an inkling of like what people are talking about. And I'm like, are y'all serious? So later in the day, I'm like waiting for my Grubhub order. I was gone for six days. The refrigerator is like empty. There's nothing to eat in my house. So I'm like borderline starvation mode. I'm like so hungry. And I'm like literally sitting in the middle of the floor because I was packing up merchandise, 
waiting for my food to arrive. Like I'm literally tracking the car on Grubhub. And I was like, well, let me just like read these texts and see, these texts and these DMs and see what crazy things that my friends, whether in my head or in my actual life, are sending me. There's actually um, multiple images of Mr. Cannon's cannon that were circulating yesterday. And I'm very mindful to say yesterday. And I'll tell you why in a minute in case you haven't heard. Also, if you hear me tiptoeing around this topic, it's for good cause. I'm trying to stick to just the narrative of events and not give too much added commentary because this is a situation that requires a degree of, I would say, sensitivity and also just basic decency. I open the first text and it's a picture of, of Mr. Cannon in his like special pants. And then I open the next text and it is a picture of Mr. Cannon with no pants. I, I don't know who took the photo. The positioning didn't actually seem as though he took the photo. He could have, you know, sometimes I do a self-timer when I take my own pictures, not of those parts, but of my face and such. That's possible as well. But Mr. Cannon has quite the cannon. I think that that is a factual observation to make. I had intended to come on the podcast and do a full Kiki session. I mean, we could have gone on about this for like a good 10, 15 minutes. I have a lot of coffee in my system. It's a bright, sunny day in California. I have time, space and opportunity, along with a lot of wit and much interest in the subject matter. However, however, I wrote earlier today, today being Tuesday at 2.38 p.m. I'm like way late right now. Um, But I wrote earlier today that the podcast was going to be late because I was traveling. I posted about the Ratchet and Respectable merchandise. If you want something green or blue or pink off the site, DemetriaLLucas.com, go get your merchandise. I've been telling people that there's no restock coming. There's a restock coming or there was. I tried to put the order in today and because like podcast green is like the it color of the season. Ain't no podcast green shirts anywhere. All the mediums, larges, and extra larges are are done. They're like not available. So again, if you want something green or pink or blue off the site, I will encourage you to go get it hastily. I ordered enough for winter and it's like mostly sold out in like a week and a half. And so if you want something green or pink or blue from the site, go get it. And I'll be honest with you, the white and the purple, you can wait on. I bought tons of white. I know purple is a particular color. So if you really love purple, you'll get it. And otherwise you won't. I'm fine with that. Green, pink, or blue. Stop now. Go get your merch. Come back. Again, just like last week, we'll be here. What was the point of that? Sitting in the floor in the middle of the merch, Nick Cannon's Cannon. Oh, so I wrote this morning that like I was, you know, going to edit the podcast to talk about Nick Cannon's Canon. And maybe like 30 minutes after I put that up, I got another barrage of DMs and texts and people were like, no, 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 no. Don't go in on the Canon because a tragedy has occurred. And I was like, oh, my God, like something happened to Nick Cannon. Something did happen to Nick Cannon or at least Nick Cannon's son. Yesterday was a big day for him. He was trending all over social media. It's subjective whether you think it was for right or wrong reasons. Like everyone and their mother was was discussing his dick. His penis was literally a trending topic yesterday on Twitter nationwide. And then today, this morning, on his talk show, he announced that over the weekend, his youngest son had passed away. I think he was like six months old. Let me go look up this story. I saw it on Essence.com. This is his youngest son, Zen Scott Cannon. He was five months old, not six, five months old. I can't even 
Imagine. I have not seen the episode. I've only seen the write-ups this far. And again, I'm reading this from Essence.com. It said Nick got on the show this morning and he said, quote, I haven't even shared this with anyone, not even the crew. And then he went on to detail how he and his child's mother, and I'm reading again directly from Essence, how he and his child's mother, Alyssa Scott, discovered that their child had a life-threatening brain condition shortly after his birth this past summer. Essence describes that Cannon fought back tears as he detailed holding his newborn son in his arms for what would turn out to be the last time. Cannon went on to say, I didn't know how I was going to handle today, but I knew I wanted to grieve with my family. This is what he said to the studio audience. He said, people were often telling me I should pray for miracles, and I did. And he added, I prayed for the miracle of God's strength, and that's why I'm here with you guys today. He went on to dedicate that episode to the memory of his son, Zen. And then he brought out personal therapist, Dr. Laura Berman, as the day's guest. He says, I know so many people have experienced the type of pain and grief that I'm experiencing right now. You never know what someone is going through. Hug your people, hug your family, kiss somebody, tell them you love them. I greatly appreciate Nick Cannon for sharing this news with us. He didn't have to. He don't owe us this kind of information, especially not after the way folks clowned and cut up on the Internet yesterday. Like it was it was a deliciously good time. I would not like the world to be discussing my penis, but we've actually been discussing Nick Cannon's penis in some various forms of fashion for a very long time because he's, you know, been quite fruitful and multiplied a lot. God, let me be serious for a minute. I want Nick Cannon off my television screen right now. And I mean, no offense whatsoever towards Mr. Cannon. Thank you for sharing this information with us. I appreciate you for being candid and transparent in a way that we don't need or deserve. If that's what you felt that you needed to do, if that's what God guided you to do, if that's what you wanted to do, God bless you, sir. There's no news update that I need or no entertainment that I need to be provided that you need to be on my screen right now when you have just experienced the death of your child. Go sit down. We'll be here. I wasn't there before. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I ain't never watched an episode of Nick Cannon's show. Go sit down, Nick. Do what you got to do as a grieving father. Come back. I and a lot of other people will tune in with or without the pants. I'm sorry. I can't help it. In all seriousness, like this is this is literally life or death and no kiki or jokes or or work ethic or I don't know. Whatever. Like, I know some people, when they're heavily grieving, some folks need to be up and out and working and out the house, and that's what keeps them sane. I respect that if that's what Nick Cannon needs. But, sir, take the week. Take the week. Bear your baby. Bear your baby. And then if you want to come back to us after that, that's what you feel the need to do, then come on back. Happy to have you. But, like, take the week. Because what I don't want to see is him having some sort of, like, massive, aching, normal, normal, under the circumstances, breakdown on national television. I don't need to see that. We don't need to see that. He don't need for us to see it. I want him to take some time to properly grieve. I know I make a lot of jokes about stuff, and sometimes it's just discomfort with the subject matter. I mean, talking about the um, a death of a five-month-old baby is just it's heartbreaking. It's, it's yeah. So my, my, um, my sympathies with Nick Cannon. I know he's getting the lion's share of attention. He's the celebrity parent. But also to the mother of the child, Alyssa, 
Not that mothers are more important than fathers, but, you know, you just carried this baby for nine months. You've been nursing this baby for the last five. And now this baby is gone. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. My heart breaks for her as well. I just feel absolutely awful for for both of them. So, yeah, I'm going to move on from this subject now. (sighs) You know, last week we didn't discuss Chris Cuomo. The last time that we actually spoke about him, we talked about him on Tuesday. We didn't talk about him on Friday. The report had just come out that he was more involved in helping Big Brother, former, now disgraced, governor of New York during his sex scandal or his sexual harassment scandal. I think it's more accurate to say. But news had just come out that, you know, there was a level of involvement that Chris said he had and that he'd apologized on CNN for having. And then this report came out from the attorney general's office that was like, no, no, there's been more. And CNN's response to that report was that we will be doing our own investigation. So at the conclusion of the podcast, I speculated, I think he will be suspended, but I can't see CNN firing him because he's got like number one, number two show on the network. It's between him and his friend Don. And so I was like, they're not going to let go of their cash cow. Like, even though there's clearly some journalistic ethics here, I don't see it happening. A suspension and then Chris will come back. So like 20 minutes after I sent the podcast in, I don't even think it had posted yet. Almost immediately after I wrapped that episode, CNN announces they're suspending Chris Cuomo indefinitely. And so, you know, because we couldn't cover it on here, I went to social media immediately and I covered it there. And I was like, what does indefinitely mean? Like, do you think CNN will really get rid of Chris Cuomo? Still couldn't see it. And I know you really can't call what's going to happen with white men these days. Like you can, you know, cross state lines with an assault rifle, kill two people, injure one, and then get off scot-free. Or... Or you can see a black man running in your neighborhood, decide he must be a criminal of some sort, chase him down like a rabid animal, corner him, shoot him, videotape it, and then you're found guilty. You never know how it's going to go with white crime in America. It's a crapshoot. Like black folks, we know black folks getting locked up. White people, you can't call it. So that's all that had happened by Friday's episode. Come Saturday, CNN announced... That, that Chris Cuomo had been fired, effective immediately. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I didn't see it happening. When we had this conversation on Instagram, a lot of folks were like, no, girl, I work in HR. Suspended indefinitely is 2021 for your fire. I was like, they're just trying to figure out the contract terms, but he's, he's as good as gone. And I was like, no, I can't. I can't see it. I can't see it. But now I see it because it didn't happen. So Chris Cuomo was out at CNN. CNN said that they had hired an outside law firm to conduct their own investigation into how involved little brother Cuomo was trying to clean up Big Brother's sexual harassment scandal. So according to CNN, their outside law firm did some more investigating and they found out that Chris was even further involved. They didn't give details. But they said that they found out new information. So the information that had come out before and then the information that was in this report from the attorney general's office and then some new information on top of that information. So they let his ass go. Chris is also on hiatus. I don't know if this is a personal choice or or Sirius XM sat him down. You know, when it rains, it pours. 
He's on hiatus from his radio show too. Um, he posted this statement on, on his personal Instagram page. He has 1.2 million followers, which I thought he had a lot more. I'm not mad at 1.2 million. I don't have 1.2 million, but I thought he had a lot more. So Chris Cuomo, he wrote in his notes and then screenshotted it. Cause I do the same thing. That's how I know where it came from. Screenshotted it and then posted it on his page. He says, quote, the way my time ended at CNN was hard. While I have a thick skin, I also have a family for whom the past week has been extraordinarily difficult. So right now I have to take a step back and focus on what comes next. That means I will no longer be doing my Sirius XM radio show. I am extremely grateful for the support I have received from Sirius XM throughout my time there. Wait, wait. I thought he was on hiatus from the Sirius XM show. This reads like he stepped down completely from Sirius XM. That sounds like he's done with Sirius XM too. Was Sirius XM tied to CNN? Or how closely were they tied to CNN? I read that wrong the first time. I think he's out over there too. Shit. Back to the statement. He continues. I'm extremely grateful for the support I have received from Sirius XM throughout my time there. I also want to express my sincere appreciation for my loyal listeners. I will miss our conversations a great deal, but I look forward to being back in touch with you all in the future. Good statement. Probably the best move for the time. Nothing he can say or do right now is going to be perceived as right by a very, I wouldn't necessarily say large, I would say vocal number of people. So maybe stepping out of the spotlight and, you know, focusing on the family and the kids, especially for the holidays, is probably a good idea. It's not like he needs the money to pay the bills. The private tuition at the schools, the colleges are paid, the mortgage is paid. Chris going to be all right. I definitely don't think this is the last of Chris Cuomo or his brother. A lot of people, and to a degree self-included, are very much in support of Chris. Now, Big Brother, that's a different situation. But Chris, Chris was trying to help Big Brother cover up Big Brother's shit. But Chris ain't actually do the shit. Stay with me. A lot of folks, dare I say the majority of folks, don't agree with what Chris did in terms of using the popularity and power that he's built as a result of being on CNN to assist his brother in getting out of his scandal, which obviously he didn't get out of. But Chris tried. Very hard, apparently. But a lot of people are like, yeah, he got some ethics issues. I understand why CNN had to let him go. He was abusing his role as a journalist. I agree. He was. But those same people, and I fall into this category, not all the way, but enough, enough to be notable, where I feel like I need to say it, are like, Mans was trying to help out his brother. I don't know what you want from him. Now, maybe he should have taken a leave of absence so he could go assist his brother as he saw fit and then, you know, came back afterward. I don't know if that was something that was even possible, but maybe that would have been a better way to handle this. Some other folks pointed out and they were like, y'all not shit for saying that Chris Cuomo did the right thing for supporting his brother when his brother was sexually harassing and grabbing on folks. He was abusing folks. He was using his power as governor of New York to abuse these women. And as women, how dare we support this shit? No one should support this shit. And yes, yes, you right too. You right. That's it. It's his brother. Let my brother, and mind you, I don't have a sibling. Let's go back for a while. Remember when we all went to see, what's that movie? The Lena Waithe movie with, um, with Blue Blanket. 
and the brown girl. And he shot a cop and they went on the run. Remember we talked about there's a select group of people that I would go on the run with. Remember we talked about that? And I said, my best friend, Jessica. I said, my mama. I said, my dad, I would, but he wouldn't ask me to. He would be all right on the land by himself. He'll figure it out. I said there was one other person. I might have said two because he falls into this category. Him. But like my dad, he wouldn't ask me to do it. I wouldn't feel compelled to because he would be all right. The other person is my bestie. If he had shot a cop in front of me, I'd be like, well, fuck it. We riding out. Let's go. And I would have helped him escape. I would. And maybe that's stupid. Maybe that's crazy. But like literally this man has been in a position before in my life where he has saved it. Literally, this dude has done anything for me and I would return the favor as a friend. This is a man who I consider my brother. We're not siblings. We're not blood related. We've been friends over 20 years at this point. If this dude was caught up in a sexual harassment scandal, I would tell him five times a day that he ain't shit for the bullshit that he did. I would also use all of my resources to help him. And it might be stupid and it might be putting my job on the line, but I, I could not just for all the things that this man has done for me could not sit back and be like, you on your own, bruh. I couldn't. And I might be wrong. I might be loyal literally to a fault, but I would do it. And I think a lot of people feel that way about Chris Cuomo. What he did was wrong. Helping his brother who, you know, was in some shit. Now you in some shit. He ain't got a job. Now you ain't got a job. Christmas, I would love to hear their mother's conversation with them. I mean, is she on some like, you know, with my boys, I told y'all to look out for each other. Always protect your brother. Family is family. Is, is that what mom's take is? Or is she looking at Andrew the same way Big Meech's father be looking at him on BMF? You got your brother involved in this bullshit? I don't know. I don't know. I do think that we have not seen the end of Chris Cuomo. I think, and this is just off top, kind of. I thought about it for a couple of days. I think if Chris Cuomo has good sense, which I believe he does, despite you know, this situation with big brother. But again, you make bad choices regarding your brother. You put family first. People can only be with so mad. I will tell you about a family first situation that I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with your family? That school shooter in Michigan, his parents. Now beyond buying your child, your teenager, a gun, which in certain parts of the country, people are like, I mean, yeah, what's the problem? But your child is clearly fucked in the head and you bought this child a gun. The school calls you in and says like, yo, we saw this crazy shit on your kid's phone. Your child needs to be like in therapy ASAP because your child is on the brink. Nah, we good. Send the kid a message. Not mad it happened. Mad you got caught. Be more careful. But it doesn't stop there. Kid goes on a shooting spree, murders a bunch of people. Folks are like, you know what? We informed the parents that their child was fucked in the head. Y'all getting charged off of his bullshit. Because y'all should have done something. We told y'all your child was fucked up. We told you. Them people ain't turned themselves in. They're teenage child. They're minor. I know the kid did some fucked up shit because he fucked in the head. We knew that. Folks knew that before he shot the shit up. It's still your child. In the same way that Chris Cuomo is on some like, that's my brother. In the same way that I'm on some like, that's my bestie. I can't abandon you. The bestie bond, the brother bond, it's nothing compared to what should be. The parent-child bond, your minor child is locked up in police custody after shooting some shit up. His parents go on a fucking run trying to get to Canada. Couldn't get in because Canada was like, whoa, whoa, we require vaccinations to come into our country. 
They was hiding out in Michigan somewhere. The good folks in Michigan was like, uh-uh, we believe in guns, but y'all ass crazy. We turning y'all in. And did. That's some fucked up family right there. Jesus. That the Cuomo's? I believe the brothers are going to continue to stick together. If Chris or Andrew, but especially Chris, has any good sense, he'll write a book. Does Chris have a book? I'm going to look it up when I'm editing this to make sure. I don't think Chris has a book. Chris should write a book. People are very interested in what Chris has to say right now. That'll be a bestseller. To journalists, we know we can write. I mean, broadcast people are, that's just the print in me talking. But, you know, write a book, one. Let's get some money rolling in. But also, them dudes could start a podcast right after the new year. That shit would go through the roof. Individually, they could do it. But together, it would be better. The two of them would do Joe Rogan numbers. They would get a nice little cushy contract. I know somebody at Spotify is trying to put together a pitch right now, if they ain't already pitched it. Folks work fast. Spotify be quick to find some tens of millions for folks. I would not be shocked if they had a podcast into the new year. Maybe till summer. Maybe Chris will take some time driving the kids back and forth to school, helping around the house, cooking dinner at his leisure. I hope his wife do some more yoga and we see Chris wandering around butt naked, getting some fresh air in the background. That'll garner some interest. I'm interested. Flashing your cannon is a way to keep your name out there. I'm just saying. I ain't never thought this much about Nick Cannon in my whole life. I wanted to say much more. Respectfully keep my thoughts to myself as this is poor timing to be the level of inappropriate that I would like to be about this subject matter. Let's move on. What else do we have to talk about? We all out of order today. We didn't even talk about our good black news. We might have to say, no, we can't save good black news. We got to talk about good black news. What I have listed is Maxwell's on tour. I want to say he's with Anthony Hamilton. And who else? It's Maxwell, Anthony Hamilton. Is it Joe? I want to know what turns you on. When I saw this concert popped up, and it popped up earlier this month, I sent it to him, and I was like, I want to go. You know, him lives on the other side of the country. And I was like, I want to go. And he was like, what city? Like, New York, L.A.? And I was like, pick a city. I fly in. I want to go. I know the city I want to see it in, but I want him to, like, figure out the city I want to see it in. I know this is stupid. I also know that his coworkers, who I met last week when I was in town, listen to the podcast. So maybe they'll tell him where I want to go. I want to see it in New Orleans. I think that would be fun. But I want him to figure it out. If somebody was like, Demetria, this is what I want, I would just be like, girl, if you don't ask that man for what you want, you're going to fuck around and not get it. That's what I want. Fine, fine, fine. I'll ask him. I'll just ask him, okay? I want him to read my mind, though. It's so much more fun when he figures it out. And then I feel like, oh, my God, we're, like, in sync. I know I don't make no sense. I told y'all when I first reconnected with him, don't expect nothing about this situation to make any damn sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. And it ain't going to. Like, it just, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm just out here trying to be the best human that I can be. That's what I'm trying to do. Everything else, I up in the air. <sighs> oh, the other person on tour, John Legend. I think John Legend's going to Vegas. I don't know if they're calling it a residency. Nope, they're calling it a residency. It is actually John Legend announces a 24-day Las Vegas residency. A beautiful show for a magical night. I would definitely go see John Legend. I've been telling y'all, like, I would drive over to Vegas in a heartbeat. Like, I love that drive. I don't know if I love it as much in the winter. I had to drive during the day. I don't think there was a lot of lights in the middle of the desert because I drove back at dusk and it was starting to get like a little like creepy. But I'll drive over to Vegas in a heartbeat and I will absolutely 110% go see John Legend. I saw him at Radio City. Oh my God, over 10 years ago. I was still working in Essence at the time. I can't remember who I was with, but it was a really good show. And John Legend was like freaking amazing. You know what? Fun fact. I was in a commercial with John Legend 
eons ago. I want to say it was for like maybe Remy Martin. I was one of like the background people who was like drinking and talking and they had all these rules like you can lift the glass to your face, but you can't actually drink it on camera because you can't consume alcohol and alcohol commercials. But a very nice man. He's very pleasant. Um, But John Legend's really good in concert and I love his voice. I saw a lot of other people being like, oh, my God, like the the guests that John Legend may have. And I was like, absolutely. I totally agree. But just John Legend on his own. All of me. Once, okay, I'm so off key today. Sorry, I would totally go see that concert. When are those dates? April 22nd. Oh, that's far. April 22nd to October 29th. Okay, it's at Planet Hollywood. I'll go see John Legend. I feel good about that. What else do I have on here? Ooh, I got to do an interview at four o'clock. We're gonna have to like rush through these next two topics. I don't really pay that much attention to him or Khloe Kardashian. Or any of the Kardashians, really. Like Kim, obviously, because she pops up a lot. But otherwise, not so much. But Tristan Thompson, he's involved in his third cheating scandal. I thought it was the second. I paid attention to Chloe when she was with Lam Lam. But after they parted ways, not so much. But when there was that Chloe, Tristan, Jordan situation, and I didn't like how the Kardashians, with their like massive following, had started going after... Jordan, who was maybe 21 at the time. And if I recall the story correctly, and I think we talked about it on here, so that means it's relatively recent. The podcast ain't but three years old. The anniversary is actually January 10th, and I want to do something special for that. But we'll talk about that at another time. Like Jordan and Tristan went to a party. I can't remember if it was at Tristan's house or somebody else's house. Tristan was flirting with Jordan. He may have kissed Jordan. And then Jordan was Kylie's best friend. And Kylie is obviously Chloe's little sister. And their whole thing was, we welcomed you into our family. And then like, now you've betrayed us. And then Chloe like publicly went after Jordan, but never said shit about Tristan. And I was like, wait, oh no, I did know this was the third. Because I remember at the time thinking, wait, hasn't this man cheated on you before? And wasn't this man with someone when you met him? You knew this was a grimy motherfucker. Like, why did you expect this 21-year-old girl to be more loyal to you as a friend than you expected your boyfriend and father of your child? Why do you expect more loyalty from her than from him? And why are you okay publicly blasting her, but not him? She got a lot of like, I don't know, clap back for going after this like young girl. And I guess at the time she didn't realize that Jordan Woods, I certainly didn't because I wasn't really paying attention to her, that Jordan Woods had grown up with Jada and Will's kids and they consider her like a niece. So when the Kardashians were going at Jordan, Jada swooped in, you need a platform? Come talk to me on Red Table. Like I'll give you a space to like clear the air, say what you need to say. This got the range of the Kardashians. So She leveled the playing field for her. Jordan has moved on. She's gone on to be a whole brand unto herself. She's doing very well for herself. She separated herself from the Kardashians or she was kicked out the clan. And I use that word intentionally, but she's fine. Tristan, Chloe took him back after that incident. And this mofo done cheated again. And not just cheated, he has a whole baby with another woman. I think though that he and Chloe are not together, but during the timeline, I think the woman just had the baby. And so if you do the timeline of when he would have impregnated the woman, it was when he and Chloe were still together. I had to go read this mess on people. I didn't know they were back together to have broken up, but I guess they broke up back in June. So he has a four-year-old with his ex-girlfriend 
also named Jordan. And then he has baby True, who's three, with Chloe. And then he has this new baby from last week. And this, and this woman he had the baby with, is her name Mara Lee or Marley? Nichols. I don't know. M-A-R-A-L-E-E. To me, that seems like a Mara Lee, but you know how people like to give weird pronunciation? I don't think she's black. She's spicy white. Mara Lee sounds like a cookie to me. I'm thinking of Debbie Lee. I'm hungry. Never mind. That's not the point. I went plays for the Sacramento Kings. I thought he was out the game. I know this man be cheating on cheating on cheating. I don't even know the name of the team he plays for. That's all I know about him is he's a cheating ass cheater. I, I do know this. I'm reading from people now. A source confirmed to people that Khloe Kardashian knows about the baby but hasn't known for long. The source said that she and Tristan were still dating in March when Tristan allegedly conceived this child with this new woman. The source said, quote, Chloe was upset to find out that he cheated again. She just can't believe that he's going to be a dad again. I guess. People also says that they split in June. And at that time, another source. Child, I wouldn't have no friends if there was all these sources talking my business to People Magazine. People says that, quote, at the time, an insider said the pair were trying to be on good terms for the sake of their daughter. It said, quote, Chloe's goal is to always create the best situation for True. Regardless of what happens with Tristan, Chloe wants True to know that both of her parents love her tremendously. That's a mess. Last but certainly not least. So um, Juicy Smouye from Empire, which I can't believe this whole situation is still ongoing. Y'all remember this mess in Chicago where Jesse said he was attacked by some people and I think they called him the N-word. The story came out that, you know, he, it was a hoax and he actually paid like these two Nigerian brothers to beat him up in the street because he wanted to like raise his profile because he was like in contract negotiations on Empire or he wanted to be in contract negotiations and make more money. So basically he made up this whole damn thing and empire done came and went off the air and he never did make no more money off that shit this story was so damn stupid at the time but it's still ongoing they're currently on trial um which i have not been following but the news just got interesting today so one of the men one of the nigerian brothers who allegedly was paid by juicy smouye to attack him for this whole hoax Juicy took the stand on Monday at the trial and he talked about his relationship with one of the two brothers, personal trainers, who say they were hired by Juicy to attack him. So Juicy is explaining his relationship with the trainers and he said and he says that he did not pay these men to beat him up or yell racist slurs or pour bleach on him or put a noose around his neck. Their relationship was much different. He said that at one point he had visited a bathhouse with one of the brothers. And he said, we went alone. We got a private room again. He said they made out a little bit. And this time we masturbated together. He said another time they'd gone to a different bathhouse in Chicago and they made out and did drugs. Jesse's defense argues that if indeed The brothers did beat Jesse up. It's because they didn't like him and not because they were paid to do it. The brothers say that Jesse gave them a $3,500 check. Jesse says the check was for physical training, not for this hoax attack. 
and they found all sorts of random inf- and they found all sorts of random evidence in this case. Like there's a video of Jesse and the brothers driving around together. The brothers say that this is when Juicy was trying to plan the attack. Juicy says that they were actually just driving around smoking blunts. Sir, sir, sir. This case is a mess. Actually, let's talk about some charges real quick. Juicy has been charged with six counts of disorderly conduct. And Juicy, again, says that there was no hoax and he was genuinely attacked. And he has pled not guilty to disorderly conduct. I believe he faces three years in jail if he's found guilty. Yes, up to three years in prison. This is according to Vice.com. I'm sorry, I didn't cite my source at the beginning. But experts agree it's unlikely he will spend any time behind bars. This is too much business. This is too much business. I don't need to know who you went to the bathhouse with and who you've been masturbating with. I don't need this entered into the legal record. Sir, if you don't just plead guilty and pay some goddamn fines to keep your business out the goddamn street so folks can't read it on respectable news sites and you ain't got to say this in front of a jury of your peers, this is embarrassing. I don't need to know this business. This is too much business for me to know. Okay, I got to pause because I got to do this interview real quick. I'll be back. Y'all, I done tried four times today to get this goddamn podcast out. So I went and did the interview. It's really good. It's going to run next Monday. It's worth the wait. It's about a new book that I'm really excited about. I done gone and did the damn interview. Then came back. Chris Cuomo got fired from CNN. Harper Collins decided to drop his book. I didn't even know Chris had a book. Remember I asked, I said, does Chris have a book deal? Chris had a book deal. It was called Deep Denial. The publisher described it as, quote, a provocative analysis of the harsh truths that the pandemic and Trump years have exposed about America, about our strength and our character and a roadmap of the work needed to make our ideals match reality. That shit's done. You know what else is done? I had this conversation with somebody behind the scenes the other day. And we were talking about Chris's contract with CNN. This is before he got fired. But they were like, okay, say CNN fires Chris. He got a contract, though. Whatever the contract is, they have to pay it out, right? And I was like, maybe. Because, like, all my contracts, and obviously I'm not at Chris Cuomo's level. I don't even have a damn show. I got a podcast. That's it. Don't worry about me, though. I'm good. But every contract that I've signed for, like, the last 10 years that I've been, like, whatever you consider me, celebrity, D-list entertainer, reality show star, whatever that is, right? Every contract I've signed, including the one with my production company for this podcast, has a morale clause. But basically it says if you do something that is offensive to the morals of your audience or the audience that the person you're contracted with is hoping to reach, then they can fire you for that reason. You can be automatically fired and they don't have to pay out your contract. So a lot of folks, especially like, you know, public figures, if your company gets sick of your shit, That's often what they can use to fire you and negotiate you down in terms of your payout, depending on what the offense is. Now, in Chris's case, you're a journalist with an ethics violation that is directly related to your job. And so I was like, I don't know what that payout's going to be. But again, like I said earlier, I'm like, you're Chris Cuomo. You have either the number one or number two show on the network. And white man in America might be spicy white, but still white. I read the CNN ain't paying out no damn settlement. Now, the person who sent it to me, they sent me a leak from the shade room and nothing against the shade room. Nothing against the shade room. They get a lot of shit right. I hope they don't never write nothing about me. Hi, shade room. I'm reading this from the Washington Post. It just came out earlier today. 
oh, this is new news. I didn't know about this. So remember we talked about the additional information that came out when CNN had the, um, the outside legal firm do its own investigation? There was an emergence last week of a sexual misconduct claim. This is not the time when he grabbed the lady's ass in front of her husband. That was like 10 years ago. This was another time. This woman is a former junior colleague. Actually, let me be clear. It doesn't say woman. It says that the claim is being made by a client who was a former junior colleague who encountered Cuomo before he joined CNN. CNN has weighed in and said, and this is the Washington Post editorializing. They say the cable news giant took pains over the weekend to assert that Cuomo had already done enough to merit dismissal earlier this year. His firing is unrelated. This is what CNN says to the latest sexual harassment scandal. So there was a staff meeting on Monday morning. We talked earlier about how Chris's firing came on Saturday. So Jeff Zucker, he's the CNN president. He addressed the employees in a staff meeting on Monday morning, citing the results of a three-day review by a law firm CNN hired to investigate. According to sources who attended, Zucker framed Cuomo's lack of candor as a betrayal, noting, quote, he gave me his word that there was no involvement beyond advice and support to his brother. And in the weeks and months that followed, he gave repeated similar assurances, not just to me, but to other key members of our management team. So the law firm that did its investigation, they returned its report to CNN on Friday morning. And they said that the anchor had lied in his statements to viewers during his live show. He told viewers, quote, I never made calls to the press about my brother's situation. The attorney general's report determined that was a lie. CNN also had learned last Wednesday, although they said it didn't have to do with why they fired him. I think this timing is very interesting. I think they might be lying, too. They said they learned on Wednesday of the sexual misconduct claim against Cuomo. The lawyer said that she was in talks with CNN about the possibility of, quote, providing documentary evidence of her client's allegations and making the person who has not been identified available for interview. Again, the Washington Post, this is where I'm reading. They reported that Zucker, the head of CNN, he made the decision to fire Cuomo on Friday night and he informed the host on Saturday afternoon by phone. He told the employees on Monday that he, Cuomo, clearly violated our standards and practices. The network had cause to fire him. Now, little brother Cuomo, he has retained his own legal counsel. They said that he expressed sorrow about his dismissal on Saturday night in a message thanking his staff. When news of the sexual misconduct claim emerged, his spokesman hotly denied it. Stephen Goldberg, that would be the spokesperson, said, quote, if the goal in making these false and unvetted accusations was to see Mr. Cuomo punished by CNN, that may explain his unwarranted termination. The Washington Post picked up on the, the use of the term, the use of the term unwarranted termination, and they speculate whether Chris will sue the network. And let me go see if I can find another source. I like I like the shade room, but that, I like the shade room. I like them lots, but I don't consider them a valid news source. Sorry. I have other questions, but this article is not answering them. The Washington Post goes on to speak about who might replace Cuomo. And they note, quote, his sudden firing presents Zucker with a mammoth task, filling a major hole in his primetime lineup that could reshape CNN's identity 
at a moment when cable news ratings have declined since Donald Trump left the White House. Which is fair. I guess I ain't the only person who tuned out once Trump left. Huh. I want to see if there's a, a conversation about the settlement issue. Okay, boom, here we go. The headline, CNN won't pay Chris Cuomo severance. Damn, they giving it to this white man with no lube. Now we're at the Wall Street Journal. They report, quote, during a virtual town hall meeting with employees on Tuesday. So there was one on Monday and one on Tuesday? I mean, I guess you can have town hall meetings whenever you want. During a virtual town hall meeting with employees on Tuesday, CNN President Jeff Zucker said the network won't pay Mr. Cuomo a severance. He also said he wished Chris Cuomo had taken a leave of absence in May, which I said, which I said earlier, when allegations that he participated in strategy sessions with his brother first surfaced. I also read that he was offered to take a leave of absence and he said no. Hold on, I'm still reading. I'm still reading. They haven't made a decision. Zucker said that in May, he reprimanded the anchor and and warned him against repeating a similar offense. That was the helping of the brother. A spokesman for Mr. Cuomo said in a text message on Sunday, this is specifically about Mr. Zucker. He says, Mr. Cuomo has the highest level of admiration and respect for Mr. Zucker. They were widely known to be extremely close and in regular contact, including about the details of Mr. Cuomo's support for his brother. There were no secrets about this, as other individuals besides Mr. Cuomo can attest. CNN responded in a written statement on Sunday. They were disappointed with Mr. Cuomo's characterization of events. Quote, he has made a number of accusations that are patently false. This reinforces why he was terminated for violating our standards and practices, as well as his lack of candor. Damn. Chris got to stop talking because CNN is sick of his shit. He got a million followers on Instagram. Yes, he can post. He's got enough followers in journalism and he's a big news story that people will pick up what he says and amplify it. But CNN is a 24-hour news network. They can go for his ass all day, every day, if that's what they want to do. He need to stand down. All right, last but not least, we're almost done with Chris Cuomo. This story just came out an hour ago. It's, It's in the New York Post. This is about Chris trying to get his money from CNN. It said, fired CNN host Chris Cuomo is set to sue the network. If it balks at paying him $18 million to cover what's left on his contract. They said this is what sources told the Post on Monday. I guess he's going to balk then if, if, uh, old boy was at the, uh, if old boy was at the town hall earlier today talking about he ain't paying. That's going to be a bitch. It says Cuomo has hired lawyers. And again, this is the New York Post. Cuomo has hired lawyers and is preparing to file the lawsuit over the remainder of the four-year contract he signed last year. His contract was reportedly worth $6 million annually. Is it weird? I thought he was getting paid a lot more than that. I don't know. Maybe because I'm used to hearing like basketball numbers. I mean, and look, $6 million is nothing to shake a stick at. I just thought, you know, again, tuition and mortgage will be paid. Back to the post. His contract was reportedly worth $6 million annually, leaving between $18 million and $20 million that he would still be owed. Oh, so he was doing basketball numbers. Okay. So about $26 million for a five-year contract. That's a good day's work. An insider, that's all the person is listed at, says CNN, quote, has no intention of paying Chris Cuomo a penny. If he gets a settlement, there would be an uproar. 
Another source said, and this is exactly what I was saying earlier about the morality clause. This is from another source. Quote, CNN has a standard morality clause in their contract that says if the employee does anything of disrepute, they can be immediately fired. Yeah, this is going to get ugly. Because it looks like he's out at CNN. He's out at Sirius. He lost his book contract. He ain't getting no severance. He need to just go ahead and get him a little podcast and make that thing do what it do. Uh, podcasting is good money. Ask me how I know. And I ain't making Joe Rogan money. Joe Rogan's contract, I believe it's with Spotify for 100 million American USD dollars in dineros. Just give me 50. I just want, you know, my worth plus my black tax for my ancestors. I'm just saying. It's the right thing to do. I'd like to hear what's happening with this sexual harassment claim. All we know right now is there's a claim. There's not any details that I've seen thus far. Let's see what the details are of that, because that could change everything. Maybe the corporate folks know the details I don't know, and that's why they're distancing themselves. But unless it's, you know, some Bill Cosby, R. Kelly type shit, or some like Matt Lauer, like, you know, with the, the push button to lock the door, that's some creepy shit. He'll probably be all right. We'll see. The former president was grabbing him by the pussy and got elected after we knew he was grabbing women by the pussy. All right. That is the end of our episode. If you have not purchased your Ratchet and Respectable merch like I told y'all at the beginning of this podcast, then you need to go now and get it. Do not ask me next week, D, when to restock. Don't ask me that. Go to the site now and get what you need so I can send it out in an efficient manner and you can have all of your items in time for Christmas. Even if it's just a Christmas present to yourself. It comes in a nice podcast green package. You can put a bow on it and put it under the tree if that's what you so choose to do. But do not ask me next week where the green at, where the blue at. It's gone. That's where it's at. The pink, there are five pink hoodies on the site and five t-shirts. The hoodies are all small. Four of the t-shirts are a small and there's one large. Go get the merch. DemetriaLLucas.com Don't text me. Don't email me. Do not DM me next week about anything green or anything blue or pink. Okay? You didn't say okay back. Okay? Okay. Now we're done. I think that's everything. I done held this thing up so long. My production company is on my ass. I'm about to edit this. Turn it in. Sorry it came so late. But folks is wilding this week. I did what I could. Okay. Bye.